Houston-ish. This is Houston-ish. This is Houston-ish. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Houston-ish. This is Grace. Natty Fresh. Just Luce. And happy 4th of July, everyone. Whoop, whoop. America. America. That's right. That's how we do it around here. Um, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. And in case you are still um, trying to find something to do tonight, Natalie. Hey, uh, I would recommend going down to downtown. Um, they're, doing, uh, they're doing the one that I like to do every year, uh, Freedom Over Texas, uh, downtown at Eleanor Tinsley Park. It's going to be a bunch of people. You can take your lawn chairs out there. and your drinks? Uh, uh, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember what you can bring, like water. Wink, wink. <laughs> um, camel packs, you know, those things have uh, our backs. Is it back? Camel packs are very useful. Yes. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Put whatever McDonald's you want in there. <laughs> um, but the fireworks, let's see, that whole thing. Oh, it's $10. Chris Young is going to headline. Um, I see Cupid and the Dance Party Express is going to be there. And I think that's Cupid Shuffle. Is it? I think that's so. Cool. It's got to be, right? Um, so anyway, go check that out. Four to ten is the the festival, and I'm sure the fireworks are going on at the very end of that. So awesome! Have some fun for Pop those of fireworks. you <laughs> for those of you that don't want to head out to downtown. Um, you might catch me at the celebration of freedom in Pearland from six to ten. Um, it is at the Pearland High School, thirty seven seventy five South Main Street uh, in uh, Pearland again seven seven five eight one. Um, what we've done before is we sit in the, um, I guess it's a football field, and, and we've watched the fireworks there. So it's actually a really nice little spot to go check that out. Cool. Um, one more thing, too. Uh, Galveston, they're also doing they're doing a parade over there in Galveston for 4th of July. Nice. Yeah, it starts at 7, and then the fireworks are popping off at 9.15 over there on the seawall. So Pop and lock it on that time. I know it's not H time, but, you know, G time, whatever. H time, hold it down. <laughs> hold it down. All right. <laughs> Yeah, so guys, uh, I know we usually talk about um, different things around here, so we'll start off with a little bit of art. Have you guys heard of the Replica Sistine Chapel? Um, You can go check out the replicas. Um, They are actually um, true to size, I think is what they said. It wow. is um it is at the Corinthian, which if you guys have seen it's a really nice spot. A lot of a lot of weddings that they have there. And it's uh, it runs actually all the way through the end of July, July thirty first, and it's fifteen dollars a person, but definitely go check that out. I'm gonna try to go catch that before. So Luis, I know uh we saw that you you went somewhere. The Last Big week. Bamboo. Oh, you went. I sure did. Cool. After after Nat told me about it, I decided to go check it out for myself. And I do wanna say that they got me. I ended up becoming a member. Oh, nice. That's Welcome to the club. But you know what, though? I think that it's worth every penny because, oh, yeah. you know, they have so many great exhibits at the MFH. MFAH. Yep. I think it's worth the MFA. Uh, it's $80 to become a member uh, for yourself and another individual. And any major exhibit that anybody that is not a, a member would have to pay for, once you become a member, you actually get to get in for free. And it's a year long. So I, I actually think it's worth it. Um, I enjoyed it. I, I had somebody ask me on Facebook. They're like, so is it worth it? Is it worth going? I, I would say it's worth every penny. Take your time. Go through it a couple of times. And it's not like you go you go through it once and that's it. If you want to stay there all day, stay there all day. Yep. 
you know, stay there all day. I I was behind a family who had been there for hours. I mean, now how do you feel about it? I mean, you said you, I remember last cast you were talking about it. You said you enjoyed it. Yeah, I went, I went through it twice, but. Oh, daredevil. I went through the first time and then you can still go through the entire museum, the rest of the museum. Right, yeah. So I, I did that. I kind of, I went the first time through the bamboo and had my excitement. And then I said, okay, let me take a break because, you know. My build heart's up, build up, yeah, build up the courage again. Let's do this again. But um, I went through and I looked at some of the other exhibits and um, had a good time like that. So, um, Guys, in terms of food, there is this new spot called Snowballs by Bebidas. Uh, Bebidas is this, um, they do like uh, these snow cones. They're kind of like New Orleans um, type. And it's located at 2606 Edlo. Um, so go check those out, especially right now that it's really hot. Like extremely hot. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so this is cool. Their snowball machine is from New Orleans and they're using all organic syrups from California-based nature's flavors. Syrups include fruit punch, watermelon, and black cherry. And they have some unique flavors such as chocolate peanut butter, lavender mint, cinnamon, and almond snow. It's at 2606 Edlow on the corner of Westheimer. Uh, so, yeah, go check that out. In other opening news, um, there's a little general store that opened up in Old Six Ward down there, uh, not too far from downtown. It's at mm-hmm. the corner of Henderson and Kane Street. It's at 715 um, Henderson. This uh, couple, John and Veronica Avila, they um, they actually, have you all been to the conservatory in downtown? It's Mm-mm. like underground. No, they've, they've got um, to, a bunch of little food places you can go eat at. They've got a, a bar, like a beer bar. You can just like get all this. I know the underground tunnels, but not the conservatory. Um, it's it's pretty cool. That place is pretty neat. Um, but yeah, you can go get a drink. You can play some arcade games. You can get oh yeah, I guess I could have places that have arcade games. Um, <laughs> but anyway, they, this couple they have a. Um, it's called El Burro and the Bull. It's barbecue down inside the conservatory. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's those two. They opened up this neighborhood store. But it's cool. It's a little neighborhood, like, old market. You know, they've got... Um, they so sell. Old. Yeah. It, oh, yeah, like a five and dime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's at the corner. It just looks pretty cool. It's got a little, little bakery inside there. They got homemade pies. Oh, um, give me some fresh bread, girl. Barbecue, because, I mean, you know, they do barbecue. Oh, um, you, you, you had me a break, girl. <laughs> right. Uh, you want some honey or mm, some coffee some beans? Honey, you know, they got all and that stuff all over like there. It's all like local-based, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. And that's the, that's the cool part about it. All of this yeah. is just. Sustenance. Eat. Coffee beans, bread, honey. Very H town, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, I know you mentioned video games, y'all. And the coolest thing I did this this uh, weekend was I bought the NES Classic, the Nintendo, the original. What? Except it's the mini Super Nintendo. No, not the Super one. The the first one. Oh, oh. I love that one a lot more. Oh, oh. And it's pretty awesome. Which one's a gray one with the with the violet or or purple? The purple. That's the super. Super. I can beat anybody in that. <laughs> Challenge now I have me. the one before that, the one with the red. Challenge and, accepted. Um, Challenge me, man. I gotta tell you, I know it says mini, but I was kind of disappointed that the remote controller is bigger than this thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't come with Duck Hunt. And Duck Hunt was like my favorite because remember you used to put the gun all the way to the like the screen and be like, ding, ding, ding. Damn, ding, calm down, Grace. Ah. With the, with the, oh, does, does it take the original? Because I have Duck Hunt. I have Duck Hunt. No, okay. Oh, so well this little 
sorry. It's like, <laughs> it's like really tiny and it's all closed. So you li- you don't put any games. The games that are on there, they're like digitally preloaded. No. Oh, but there's no blowing look? into them. No, I there's gotta, no I blowing into them. You gotta blow it, girl. <laughs> if you don't blow it, it's not worth it. But the graphics Ow! look the same. So oh, okay, that's it's, good. It's fun. And, and, and it, even okay, I'm gonna tell you, Jacob's been playing it. And it just melts my heart because I'm like, kid, you know you're playing something that's, like, way older than you. (laughs) So it's pretty cool. That's Um, cool. All right. So I know we were talking about some other Houston things. Um, Congratulations to James Harden, the beard. Go sports. MVP. Last week he was nominated for the NBA MVP for the 2017-2018. So congratulations to him. The only thing that I have to say is where that championship at, though. (laughs) Were that championship. Okay, so we want to talk about, um, let's talk about some music stuff. Did you guys um, see that Lupe Fiasco is coming to the House of Blues August 19th? Tickets just went on sale last Friday. Go check him out. If you like Lupe Fiasco, he will be in town. Okay, so speaking of music, what, what? You know that? You know what happened this 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 last uh, Friday, right? Who dropped some new music? No, Grace, tell us. <laughs> tell us, Grace. The one and only Drake. What? I'm real sad, y'all. His double album, Scorpion, guys. Drake cannot do wrong. I'm sorry, but I love all his music pretty much. In this album, he actually does confirm his love child. And he references Michael Jackson. You know, he says, Billy ain't my lover, but the kid is mine. That's one of the lyrics from one of the songs. So, guys, check it out. It's a double album. I'm going to go buy it. Um, I love me some rock. You know, The Rock. So he released a, um, a list on Spotify. It's about two hours long. It's called what? Iron Paradise Airwaves. So go check that out. It's got Metallica and Sandman, and it has Nicki, uh, Nicki Minaj, Chun-Li. Hmm. Uh, so. there, there is a Spotify soundtrack that I listen to sometimes when I go running, and it's uh, it's just a general soundtrack beast mode. Yeah. But it's mostly just rap. So then what I ended up doing is I ended up creating my own hip-hop slash rap yeah. playlist yeah. that I love. And it, that. and it does have Drake, and it has Truffle Butter with Drake. You have to listen to that song. Okay. You have to listen to that song. You've never heard Truffle Butter? I actually have not, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> listen to Truffle Butter. Okay. It's got Nicki Minaj. Okay. okay, Lil Wayne. Okay, and Drake. God, this sounds like um, it is meant for you. I know, but it sounds like the the first song that they first ever came out with when Nicki Minaj came out. I have no idea. All I know is that one time I heard Truffle Butter, and it was hit. It was on, man. It was on. Yeah. Listen so, to this in Truffle Butter. Go check that out if you guys are working out, and maybe you'll like some of that stuff that's on there. Um, and then we're, we're gonna talk about someone who's doing good in the city, guys. This guy comes up all the time because he's always doing good for us. It's Mattress Mac again. Oh yeah. Yeah, I love him his new venture now is that he's going to turn up to 50 percent of his retail stores into community centers and have them be of use to the community so half of the the stores that he does have will yeah. be community open centers. to public use oh, okay yes. cool mm-hmm. that's awesome so right on wow. for the win all the time let me tell you all something listeners depending on your age let's say that we have a listener out there who's let's think of a ripe old age of uh 18 to 20 Okay? You think life is hard. You think that things are difficult. You're wondering how you're going to put gas in your car. Maybe mom and dad put gas in your car. Okay? Okay? Do you even know how much it costs to buy toilet paper? Five dollars. Thank you. Do you know how much it costs to buy a container of soap for your dishes? I feel like I'm on the prices right right now. Uh, Come on down. I do. I do. (laughs) What? Did you know that when you were at the ripe old age of 18 or 19, 
No, not at 18 or 19. No. What about no. 2021? Let us let me let me go back two steps. And I'll ask both of y'all the same thing. And okay. listeners, y'all think about this too. At what age did you realize, oh man, this cost such and such amount of dollars? Like you didn't just expect it to be there and ready for you. When like you I had to go buy it. Yeah. When I realized I had to go back to my mom's and be like, mom, can I have some of this? Ooh. What yeah. about you, Nat? I guess for me, when I moved back from Austin, when I mm-hmm. came back to Houston. After college realized, years? Yeah, after my college years. And I realized I didn't have diddly squat yeah to my name um because in i mean in, in apartments you have all your furniture everything's you know taken care of right yeah, so i came back home true. and i was like in an empty room you know like looking around like oh crap i need furniture Ugh, okay man. all right i need a shower curtain oh shoot i didn't think about that you know yeah. so yeah it's tough i think that when when i hear this a lot recently like i hear a lot of people my age around I'm going to say early 30s. I'm not going to get too much of my age away, but early 30s. <laughs> Let me say from 27 to 35 individuals stating adulting is hard. <laughs> but I will say that if you want to quote, end quote, adulting is hard. Growing up and realizing that you kind of have to take care of yourself, that's a difficult task in itself. Be prepared. Be prepared. And one thing that a lot of people have told me, which I hate to hear. Which is what? It doesn't get any easier oh god <laughs> is that such a negative nancy way to look at it i get what you're saying right and i'm not probably like in that tough stage right now right because yeah. i have like two car notes Eey. and i'm just like okay can we get to that point where i'm like done with the car notes and then i have all this money that frees up all of a sudden <laughs> so i mean at some point it does get easier yeah i'm just still waiting for that point <laughs> yeah and then from for our listeners out of the three of us grace is the one that has some beautiful kids at home Thank some you. awesome kids so it's a little bit different it is tell us about how it is to be an adult and have children um in okay, the so year 2000 i'm gonna tell you the one thing that comes to mind and i and i hate to be like arrogant about this but if you guys think you're tired now wait till you have kids you no, don't know that no don't worry no, no 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 i hear that all the time that's why i say okay then well then no like every time people tell me that i'm like no, i'm i'm fine thank you <laughs> and then you have no life oh God. <laughs> outside of your kids um no i'm just kidding um for me when i had jacob I was really young and I'm like, what was I thinking? Right. And not in any mean way, but it's just almost like being at that age and having a kid and then having to decide like, okay, whatever decision I make, is not just going to affect me. It's going to affect my kid. And I don't know if I'm making the right decision, Mm -mm. you know? So I I really, I think in Jake, in Jacob's eyes, or at least in, at least in his eyes, because he's a little bit older, he sees me like a cool mom. So we're in the car and we're like singing songs all the time. How old is uh, (laughs) Jacob right now? He's going to be eight this year. How different is 2008, so Grace? 10 years ago, I was 21. Oh, man. <laughs> Living the life. 21. Um, <laughs> um, I was engaged. And then right after I turned, no, right before I turned 22, I bought a house. Ooh. Again, I have no idea what <laughs> wow. I was doing. Wow. You think, you think you had <laughs> questions with what we just talked about? Yeah. No way, dude. At 22, what? Mm-mm. So... Yeah. See, that's another thing that changes from like, I'm going back to like 10 years ago, 2008, 2018. In 2008, I was lucky to have my peanut butter and my jelly, you know, my bread, the essentials. <laughs> now, I'm still lucky to have my peanut butter and jelly because everything else, I'm that's like... It's always going to be a staple. It really <laughs> is because, you know, you go to the store and when you're younger and whoever is, is buying your groceries... You know, oh, mom and dad are back from going to the grocery store. Did you give me the Pop-Tarts, mom? And you're like, yeah, cool, awesome. Now, three seventy-five. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's $5 Pop-Tarts. 
Yeah. Like, are you for real right now? Like, all those little things that you don't expect to be so costly when you get older and it's just you. Yeah. Mm-mm. Uh, something I've noticed that's different nowadays. You guys notice uh, cell phones. Everybody's glued to these devices mm-hmm. now. Yes. Um, totally not what it was back in the day or how it was like mm-hmm. back in the gap. Um, I remember being a kid being on the phone all the time. I remember when I was first allowed to be on the phone and I'd be on our house phone just like calling on my little girlfriends. I don't know what the heck we would talk about for hours after school. We were already with each other all day at school, you know? So yeah, you would talk some more. find something to talk about. You remember okay. three-way? Three-way, four-way, five-way, right? No, Everybody? calm down, girl. <laughs> How um, many ways? How many ways? Um, answering machines, use the call and leave yeah. messages on oh, each other's Oh, man, phones. never dared do that. Ah, dude, that's hey. a... Star 69, remember? Somebody would yes. call, and then you'd star 69, and you'd find out who called you. Like, yes. you called me. No, I didn't. I star 69 to you. <laughs> I just remember my my the phone that my parents had. It was one of those. My mom had a clear phone. Uh-huh. Like, I guess she kept it from early 90s. Uh-huh. And, and you know what I'm talking you about? Could see all the yeah, you could see the wiring and stuff. <laughs> and you used to have to actually hold it and stand yes. next to it and, and whatnot. Uh-huh. Man, that was... That was <laughs> I love that phone. That was, like, the best phone ever. It's funny. Yeah, so then, let's see, that was kind of around, I guess that was my elementary times, you know, and then middle school, pagers. You had a pager? Pagers were, yeah, I had a blue. Girl, you were living it up. I never Ah. had a pager. I didn't have a pager either. My brother had one, but I didn't know. What? Yeah, I had a pager. I thought growing up, because I used to watch, well, I used to kind of glimpse when my mom would watch ER. Mm -hmm. I thought only doctors had pagers. Uh, No, no. I I got mine at the flea market right here at Little York. They used to have a flea, the flea market right there, and yeah, I had a little blue one. I, you could change the case out. That was like a whole hey. new thing. Yeah. Um, let's see. So the high school comes around, and we got some cell phones. Yes. That was the first time I got a cell phone. You had a cell phone in high school. A little flip phone. Yeah, I got. I got it in my. I think it was junior year. Ballers, both of y'all. Yeah. No, I was sixteen. <laughs> my mom said you're gonna have to pay for it. Wow. So I had my little job, and yeah. I paid for my phone. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Except I had the Nokia one. Remember the one that you used to all play Snake on? The little oh, yeah. blue one with the yellow screen or something. No, no, no. It was like just a gray, the simple gray one. The well, I call it a yellow screen, but I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was like an ugly screen. Oh, I was the best at snake. I could get it all the way, all the way to where every single y'all? little thing was covered. You yeah. know, like all the way down, and then you would just be chasing your tail all the way around. I used to do that. Let all me the time. give y'all. Let me give the listeners <laughs> and y'all a pro tip based on phones and my experience with that Nokia. Okay, yeah. let me go back. I never lied to my mom. All right. Okay. Because I was scared of my mind. Okay. okay? But I remember texting my boyfriend, all this stuff, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whenever my parents go to sleep, I'll go over to your house or whatever, right? Okay. And, I, you know, these are all text messages, right? Okay? Oh, God. And, and I'll never forget, like, after I was done using a, a cell phone, like, I think I must have been already out of high school. I didn't have a phone when I was in high school. Um, that's how overprotective my parents were. I think for good reason now that I look back. Um, <laughs> I... Uh, I gave my mom the phone, and I said, well, I don't need it anymore. I'm going to buy a phone myself. Like, I have a job now. Like, you can get it back. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't, I mean, I don't know if that's how it works now, but she gets the phone, and she's just reading through all these messages that I had sent my boyfriend, right? Yeah. And she's reading it, and I remember watching TV, and I'm, like, watching, I don't know, X-Files, something. And my mom gave me the ugliest look, and she goes, ¿Qué es esto? And I go, wait, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Like, I already knew I was in trouble. She's like, so she starts reading it back to me. Oh, I don't know. My parents are asleep, and I'll go over to your house later. <laughs> and she goes, what is this? And I was like, 
you know that like that gif yeah. you always see of Homer going into the the bushes <laughs> like walking backwards. That was straight up me. I was like, Urgh. and I'll never forget that Nokia phone because I remember it being that phone and just being like, damn, delete okay. those texts, girl, delete those texts. Let me tell you about those texts. You know what the hardest part was? Writing out a long sentence. Yeah. You know how many times to press the oh, number? Oh man. Yeah, like S. S was three times. If you did it four times, you have to start all over again. No. Yeah, it was like yeah, like forty three <laughs> clicks to say hello. You know? Oh, like, and mm. then that was when we used to pay per text. Yes. And if someone replied back with K, oh, I was how dare you? <laughs> how dare to this day if somebody responds to me with K? Oh, I'm sorry, you couldn't just type. Oh, K, A, Y? That took you well, too long? Well, call, call, okay, hold on, come on. We're three chicks here. We all know that the universal meaning of, of K as a response means we're pissed off. Let's all agree to that. I don't like it, man. Tell me what's up. Tell me what's really up, though. Right? Like, I don't like okay. No, never, no I, I don't know. Well, okay, Natalie's a, like a genuine happy person. She's like happy all the time. So I don't see her using it, but. No, me, I just don't like okay in general. Like, if I'm talking to like a coworker, even if it's like a female coworker, and I'm like, so what are we doing with such a such thing? or such and such issue uh, do you feel like we should do da, da, da? and if they respond with okay me because I'm an overthinker I'm like okay are they saying okay because they agree are they saying okay because they disagree but they don't want to say what does okay mean I need like a definitive yes no or something okay I, I don't like okay I feel I feel like uh, it's ambiguous ambiguous that's an ambiguous response yeah, yeah. so I, I get like flashbacks from those okays from Nokia phones K. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> okay, so then... So, oh, so, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, after that Nokia phone, I upgraded to the um, the sidekick. I probably went through like three of those. Man, everybody oh, had man. that one. I thought yeah. that was so cool. Flip that thing to the side and then... And I got to that point where like I could text without even looking down at the screen because I already knew where the letters were. It's man. just like a keyboard. <laughs> what was your next phone, Nat, after you had that uh, Nokia one? Do you remember? No, I don't remember. She it, was another, and... it was another dumb phone, not smart. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't a smart, it was a dumb phone. <laughs> that dumb phone. I had a series of dumb phones <laughs> before this new smart stuff. Even when the smartphones came out, it took me a while to, to embrace the technology. I was, I don't know, I was late. I didn't really want to, I didn't want to budge. I was oh, apprehensive as well. I, I did not, this. yeah. And everybody was like, we're on Snapchat and we're Instagramming and we're doing this. And I'm like Ooh. flipping my phone open. You're like, still calling the I device. I her phone and her flip phone. And I'm like, Natalie, what are you doing with the flip phone? You got that artifact, girl. You got that artifact. She's a real throwback queen. Oh it's just, I, I think for all of us that grew up with the technology that we had in the past, to see people so obsessed with what they have now, it's just kind of weird. It's kind of weird. So I don't mind it. Um, the one thing that it does kind of bother me, and I've seen it a lot, is like, okay, even people that are older than us, that you know, like we barely grew up with like yeah. the internet and, and right. like these phones and stuff. And you get people older than us, and you'll be like talking to them, and they're like, like in their phone. I'm like, come on, dude. Oh, you remember there was talking a time and texting at the same time where we would like talk and then like right. could look at each other and not yeah. have to worry about it. Yeah, I I miss. I kind of miss those days. I mean, like, 
okay, do you remember speaking in public speaking class? Yes. Like we had to take classes to learn how to speak out in public and talk to people. So I mean, mm-hmm. when I got out of high school, I had, I mean, after scholarship banquets and all this kind of crap, like you're talking to so many people all the time. Right. Like I got used to speaking to people out, you know, out in public to looking people in the eye and like right. having conversations, having meaningful conversations with even strangers, mm-hmm. you know, like I was comfortable with that. It was easier back then, right? So then when this whole, um, like all the new technology and all the, all the smartphones, it just became like a normal thing for everybody to have that, I guess, it's almost like a crutch, you know? It's like almost if definitely at, at any point, you know, maybe the, the conversation kind of goes down a little bit or like mm-hmm. you're just, or, or even if you're just ADD and you just kind of bloop, you know, and you, you pop off into something else, you know? And for the longest time, I would I didn't understand it. I'm like, well, why are these people ignoring me? Or what is, you know, like taking you know it personally I- almost, you know what I mean? But like, I guess after this amount of time that's already con- gone by, you know, and yeah. like you're starting to learn like, Okay, I, I kind of I'm getting it. Like we're we're way more used to, especially young people now. Mm-hmm. We're all a lot more used to double. Um, what is it, like doing two things at a time? You know, multitasking. Multitasking. multitasking you know, yeah. and like even if I don't know, like sometimes when you have your device and you can be able to access the information that you're looking for mm-hmm. if you're in the middle of a conversation, and mm-hmm. then boom, you have the stats right here. Well, and you that have makes the sense, right? yeah. But you'll have you'll have moments where you're like it, like in the middle of something, and then they're like you have to kind of like. I, I well, I, I agree. <laughs> I agree with Nat that it's definitely a clutch because the the way that it breaks down, I find that having technology available to you at any moment, at, at all times, is uh, it gives you the ability to have thinking time. So if somebody texts you and says, "Hey, how's it going? What do you plan doing later?" If you're in person, you know, if you're in front face to face, you can't just stand there, you know, with like dots going across your face, like typing dots, thinking about it. you know, to, to show that you're thinking. That would be kind of bizarre. You know, people expect you to be like with it, yeah. like, come on, talk. So to me, I feel like I can really test somebody's intelligence when I'm speaking to them in person, face to face. And it's not just their intelligence, it's their character. I think that a lot of times somebody's character is lost when it's just words on a screen because those LOLs and those ha-ha-has and those emojis and all those things can only go so far. When you're speaking to somebody face-to-face and they're responding immediately to something, just those simple mannerisms and the way that they respond to the things that you say and are they making a face when you say such and such thing or are they laughing or are they kind of giving you a look? That allows me to really understand somebody far better than any kind of... Well, see, well, that is kind of like weird to me too because... When I see people in person, like nowadays with with the whole social media thing, yeah. right? Like yeah. we're all on Facebook. I got all these Facebook friends, you know. But I mean, I see somebody in person. Sometimes I'm, I honestly, I'm like, oh, are they gonna even recognize me? Like I haven't mm. seen this person since middle school. Like I don't even know. Like, and then not only that, what do you? How do you introduce them? Oh, this is my uh, Facebook friend. Like, are uh, you one of those individuals that has like a thousand Facebook friends? No, no, no I have like two hundred or something. Okay. But still, even then, I don't talk to yeah, like twenty yeah. people. You yeah. know what for, I mean? For for a long time, I was a real like brat about that. If somebody would ask me to be their Facebook friend, I wouldn't accept. Like, if we're not friends in yeah. real life, no, we're not going to be friends. Like, yeah. for real. But I nowadays, had, it's No, different. for real, for real. I had, like, like, maybe 30 people on there. And to me, that was excessive. Yeah. I was, like, that old man. Like, I don't have 30 <laughs> friends. I have maybe four. <laughs> I don't know you. I haven't spoken to you in, like, months. Yeah. To me, that was insane to say, except, you know, if... But now I don't see it that way. Now I see it as more of a platform to connect with people. It's as evolved. opposed to a place of true friendship like Mm -hmm. to me it's quite the opposite if i want to connect with somebody with my actual friends and i'll literally see it say let's meet up in person you'll text i'll text them i'll say hey how's it going where we don't call anymore we send texts yeah (laughs) to to me it's a huge deal to say do you want to have dinner 
to yeah. me that's a huge deal with friends yeah. like yeah. Let's, let's let's spend time together yeah yeah you know th- to me that's a really really well, big even deal then, it's always going to be like you're like one or two it's right like, right yeah like, so know. so for anybody listening if i ask you out for dinner man <laughs> So would it's, it be it's big. would it be weird? Let's say okay, I want let's say I want to hang out with you, right? I go, hey, Luce, let's go to dinner, right? But then as you know, as a an older person, as like I am, she's ancient, y'all. She's got gray hairs, man. <laughs> I have she's got two like I two mean, canes. Would it be weird to just be like, can we have an unplugged dinner? Like, or is that kind of is that one of those like people would look at you and just be like, okay, don't be so lame. Like we're in twenty eighteen. I'm gonna grab my phone if I want to. You know what I mean? Like, no, but it's not really, I I expect it. Honestly, if I'm going out to dinner with somebody, I myself hold myself accountable because I find it to be rude to take out my phone. See, I still feel that same way. I feel like it's rude to pull out your phone yeah. when somebody's talking. I just feel yeah. that way, but it's not But like, I know not everybody well, does yeah, that. Yeah, it's like, not like If you get a that. phone call or if you get a text, then I see you answering it. But if you're, like, just there and you're scrolling through Facebook, well, what about a different story. What about a, fa- what about a notification? You know? Well, that's what I'm saying. That would be like scrolling through Facebook. Oh, okay. No, like if, you, I, if you hear, if you hear the ding and it's obvious like a notification, then you uh, you know just ignore it. Or but even whatever. a text, right? I mean, a text is like it's kind of like customer service, like at a at a at a at a store or something, right? Like if somebody's talking to me, if I'm yeah. dealing with the yeah, person, yeah. and then someone calls, I'm not. Exp- I hope they they better not stop for, with me. Let me go. Right. Yeah. You know, I want like, I want I'm our listeners to post yeah. some comments about this. Let me go on, <laughs> on on the Instagram and on the I Facebook and everything. You, Tell us how y'all feel about this. The one thing mm-mm. that I'm like on the fence about is recording stuff on the phone. And what I mean by this is like going to concerts or like uh, maybe not so much family things but like just general things that you do because one um i hate being that person that has the phone on the entire time and then Mm. two i'm like i always struggle with like okay am i watching this through my phone or am i like watching it live because i paid a lot of money (laughs) to watch it live you You know know one of the first times it's funny you asked that one of the first times that i ever felt um like I had to question it. Am I doing this? Am I watching it or experiencing this through my phone or in person? It was um, there's a band that I absolutely love. It's one of my top ten bands of all time, Block Party. And I remember being at one of their concerts years ago, and it was probably one of the very last times that I went to a concert. And I and I drove all the way to Austin to see them. Mm-hmm. Um, it was one of the very last times that I went to a concert, and there weren't that many phones up. And I remember yeah. thinking, do I take my phone out because I want to remember this later? Yeah. Or do I just do as most of the crowd is doing, which is just enjoy it as it is, just remember this moment forever. Mind you, if you go to my Facebook, it'll say, you know, eight years ago, and it shows you the recording that yeah. I took because I wanted to preserve it. I wanted to yeah. remember it forever. So yeah. I get it. I'm in that weird well, that's spot. Why I said I'm on the fence about it yeah. too because there are certain songs that I'm like, holy crap, I saw this live. I want to remember it. Right, yeah. You know? But um, yeah, so, but then you got those people people that like will like record everything and i'm like okay i can't be one of those people yeah so did y'all see at um i forgot one what concert it was i was trying to look it up real quick um john stewart it was a comedian yeah and dave chappelle i think it was so they came um and then they were requiring everybody to have their cell phones locked up it, they were allowing it was a no cell phone yeah. I would uh, agree show. to that I remember when Jack White came to Houston I don't know if he's already been here or they already sold tickets for it and he's going to be here soon uh, but I know when I was reading 
the information about the concert, it said that cell phones would not be allowed. And I was like, yeah. yes. Yeah. I, I thought that that was awesome. That was, I, I think, a, a great stance to have as an artist to say, you know what, I want you to, I'm here to play for you. Yeah. Um, I don't want you to stand there and just record me or see me through my through yeah. a phone. I want yeah. you to actually enjoy this concert. Yeah. Mind you, was it because he didn't want new music to be released beforehand, before the rest of, Probably. you know? But but still, I took it, I, I thought of it as a creative thing. Like, yeah. I don't want people to to be out of outside looking in to be immersed in them in the music i think that's a huge deal yeah to really enjoy it to be there in the moment there's a picture online with that it's like and it just shows it doesn't show what they're looking at but it shows a whole crowd of people with all their cell phones out and then you see this uh little old lady sitting there like with no phone she's just yeah, smiling that looking oh, right yeah. at it yeah. like, that's how like, i feel sometimes i just want to be there and like just look i feel yeah. i think I, I i'm very grateful for the fact that i grew up without technology oh god yes because it does give me a different perspective i, I will say that when i go to concerts i make it a point to take my phone and out for a bit and then mm-hmm. I put it in my pocket and I just enjoy like I went to go see run the jewels a while ago mm-hmm. and man it went off that, I had so much fun yeah. and it's not the same looking at it through my phone for like a split 30 to 45 second clip yeah. and actually just watching it and having people to bump into me and, and sweating and jamming and and singing along or rapping along or whatever that to <laughs> me is a whole different experience and being like oh that was fun and looking at it on your phone so you know as a parent that's one of my biggest challenges is you know like if you ask my son he doesn't know Amazon he doesn't know eBay he doesn't mm-hmm. know that you can order stuff online and have it delivered in a pretty round box at your door um that is life he knows about tablets yeah but he, we don't have one I mean I take that back we have some but they're not like actively working because you know they're all they only last like two years and then whatever so I mean he's played with them you know he's had like those little learning tablets too but like last year we made a trip to Florida my kids did not have phones, did not have tablets. They only had themselves to play with, like, on the entire drive over there. Yeah. And people were like, God, you're one of those mean moms. I'm like, no, dude. I'm like, I just don't let my kid be, like, sucked into it. Now, keep that. Keep in mind that there are moments where, yes, they'll be on our phones. They want to do this. They want to do that. I mean, he'll get on the computer. He plays YouTube. He play, uh, He watches YouTube. He plays video games. But... That's all standard stuff. I mean, I did that when I was little. Like, I played on a, you know, video game system or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's that it's that fine line of walking. It's like, okay, when is it, like, parenting and when is it, like, babysitting, you know? Mm-hmm. So, that, that's just my thoughts on it. Yeah, that's a whole – That's like, I feel like that's, like, a whole other, like, series of podcasts, you know? Yeah, of course. Like, that. that's a, a deeper issue. But I think technology de- most definitely, as Nat explained, has most definitely evolved from – Years pass from beepers to where we are net now. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big, big, big time. I think I think it's pretty cool that we have that perspective, though. You know, I definitely. I don't. I don't. I mean, everybody obviously who's growing up now or who was born not too long ago. I mean, they're growing into this and they have this. They didn't have this learning curve, I guess. You know that mm-hmm. we did. Um, but we do still have that. We do still have. I think, I, I mean, I know I do, I still have the few friends that I do talk to on the phone, you know, that we do still have conversations. There's there's still that old, um, you know, some of that old charm that's still in us, you know? Yeah, definitely. They, uh, they call, because like millennial, that was coined like a long time ago, the term, right? Mm-hmm. Millennial. Yeah. Um, and that was back in the 70s or something, because they were talking about the kids who were going to be graduating in 2000, right? And um so they kind of technically put us, put well, me, uh, us, right, all of us, uh, all of us in, in, in that, yeah, in that 
time zone. Yeah, I argued with somebody about that um, a while ago. Well, the thing is, they later on, I mean, it kind of changed a little bit because then you start really dissecting all of the, what we, like our experiences, our, our individual experiences, you know. Um, we, um, they have this one, Xennials, have you guys heard of that? Yeah, that they term? just coined the term, right? Right. Brand so, Xennial, they, they're trying to put them like, I think they were saying like 70, 77 to 83, like in this little weird okay. zone um, where it was people who were um, just like that, like who were had the old stuff, you know, regular phones, no cell phones, before the internet was all, you know. And but I'm, I'm like, we were there too, you know right. what I mean? Like, I, like I was in, I was born in '85, so I'm not, you know, I mean, I'm all up in the millennial area, you know. But I still have that. I feel like we all do that perspective from the, you know, yeah. before all of that. And you know? it's funny because I, I hear when I hear the word millennial, I, I actually think of it as a, as a negative term. Yeah, kind of like when I hear say. when I hear like it's kind of in the same sense of when I hear bougie. I when I think when I hear the word bougie, <laughs> I find it funny. I find it humorous. Like if somebody says, "Are oh, you being bougie?" I, I don't get offended by. It. I think it's funny. But it's kind of in the same in the same kind of uh, umbrella. I think of the word millennial. People throw it around so much, you know that well, some people take offense to it. Yeah, yeah, like for me being in my early uh 30s or could be like a you know somebody that's in their mid-20s and they're going to yeah. put us in the same thing as they're going to say both of us are millennials well at least so, we don't need tide pods so <laughs> i know that's know. right i saw this uh this thing on twitter i said let's play a game of mil- millennial monopoly the rules are simple you start with no money you can't afford anything the board is on fire and for some reason everything is your fault <laughs> right yeah <laughs> yeah it's tough it's tough out there <laughs> Well, I'd rather, I don't know, I don't like identifying as millennial or zennial or whatever, baloney. I don't, you know, I'm just... Baloney! <laughs> well, maybe I will start identifying myself as baloney. Baloney! Um, <laughs> but, I mean, you know, we all have our we all have our things. and But, I mean, everybody, every generation's had this, right? I mean, can you imagine the people who were alive when it was radios and then they went into television? Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. So, yeah, exactly. Like, like, so then there's those people who, you know, they have that. Things are so different from how they were before to how they are now, specifically the type of music that I listen to. Uh, on this week's Loose Listens song list titled Older, None the Wiser. So I don't feel that I'm any wiser now that I'm older, but, <laughs> you know. Um, the, the first song that I have is Ben Queller or Ben Queeler, however you want to say his name, uh, On My Way. Uh, the song was originally recorded and I think released between 2004 and 2005. I used to jam it and reflect on my life about just everything that was going on. It, it's a very, very chill, great song. It actually made me, inspired me to want to play the guitar. Ask me if I play the guitar now. Do you play the guitar? I do not. And let me tell you why. Uh, because I cannot sit long enough to learn how to play the guitar. So to all of you individuals who play the guitar, yes, bravo, yes. bravo. Um, I was doing it for a while, but because I, I think it came down to like, listen, I had to tell myself, girl, calm down. You're you're painting, you're doing photography, you're doing this, you're doing that. I, I couldn't do them all, so I had to, I had to drop the guitar, literally drop the guitar. Um, speaking about being older and none the wiser, save that money by Lil Dicky, Fetty Wap, Rich Homie Quan. Save that money. Save that money. Have y'all heard that song? Yeah. Is that? It's a very different. Like if you're like if you're listening to my playlist, it's I'm like a, a life motto at this point. Save, save that, that money, money man. Save nice. that money. Check out the video too. I think the video is is, is is a treat. It's a treat. Check out the video. And then to me, uh, 
I mean, duh, when you think about songs that deal with being older but none the wiser, the talking heads once in a lifetime. It's to me literally the song about the abrupt realization that this, this is your life. How did you get here? Um, those are my three songs out of the five that I wanted to kind of input for this week. And I wanted to actually have our listeners get some information, a little bit of backstory or info from Grace and Nat. So I had them pick their own songs for um, this week that maybe reflect a little bit about what it is to be older, adulting, maybe wiser. <laughs> I don't want to say that they're none the wiser. But I'll let them speak for themselves. Uh, Grace, what song did you choose for yourself? So, so mine is actually meant to be humorous. I picked a Blink-182 Damn It. Um, where he specifically in the song says, well, I guess this is growing up, um, you know, and, and I think it kind of um, just describes me a little bit because at heart, I will always, and I kid you not, I say this all the time, I will always be 16. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what my physical or what my actual age is, I will always be 16. So that's my song, Damn It, by Blink-182. Nice. Nah. Um, my song is, it's called I Owe You Nothing. It's by Saint Abo Say. Um, it is just a really cool jam. It's a newer jam. It's not an old one. Um, I was originally going to say the one that reminded me of college, which is to the window, to the wall. To my sweat, drop down my So, but yeah, this other one, it's uh, it just jams, man. And she's uh, saying all this cool stuff in there. Um, but I, I was going to highlight the this one line or two lines, two lines. It says, these aren't tears. This is the ocean. These aren't fears. This is devotion. Mm, <laughs> <rah>. <laughs> so anyway, I would recommend listening to that. It's a pretty cool uh, video as well. All right, guys. Very so cool. listeners, there you hear it. Loose listens for this week. Older, none the wiser. Check out uh, the Spotify, uh, hashtag loose listens, and find the link on our Instagram, Facebook, Houston-ish all those. Page. Houston-ish page, and yeah. that'll be there up for you. Cool. Um, guys, some upcoming events that we have for you. Um, Friday, July 6th is 30 Seconds to Mars at the Cynthia Woods uh, Mitchell Pavilion. Uh, Saturday, July 7th, right after 30 Seconds to Mars, they're actually going to have the Magic 102.1 Summer Block Party. And Miguel's going to be there. All right. All right. I, like, I like Miguel. I like how he's embracing his uh, Mexican roots. <laughs> and No, I'm serious. And you know he wrote the song for Coco. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he uh, sang, the, I believe, the lead song with Natalia Laforque. I can't say the last name, but I like her music. She's one of the songs that I actually uh, recommended on Loose Listens a couple of episodes yeah, ago. Yeah, it was like one of the first ones, right? Yeah, yeah. She's, a, she's one of my favorites. She's so talented. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, I had, on Saturday the 7th, they're having the second annual Greater Houston Food Truck Festival. Uh-oh. Yeah. Get y'all's dollars out. Oh, wait. Actually, they all take, like cards now right like all those food trucks are Mm -hmm. ready also on saturday july 7th they're having um at the arena theater erica badu yeah yeah so hey in the next lifetime (laughs) bag lady tyrone let me give you a spoiler alert but you can't use her phone (laughs) it's such Uh, a good song adulting pro tip number 10 don't use your phone (laughs) it's such a great great song um, and then the last thing that we have for you, Sunday, July 8th, of those of you um, that want a different type of music, um, it's the Vans Warp Tour at Energy Park. So make sure you go, you guys go check those things out. Almost passed out at uh, Vans Warp Tour, my first one. From the heat? Crowd surfing. Oh. <laughs> I was watching uh, Thursday. Vans Warp Tour, man. It's a rite of passage, I think. I don't know if it still is now, but I know it was when I was a kid. It was like a thing to do. You know, I didn't recognize <laughs> uh, a lot of the bands. <laughs> 
Yeah, I think I'm too old to know who any of those people are now. I'm still trying to figure out what's the gauge for knowing you're too old. Like, what's that point where you're like, am I too old? You know what? When you start asking that. (laughs) Or maybe, like, instead of saying I'm too old, be like, I'm just too woke for this. I already have gone past these (laughs) things. I already gone past this nonsense. I'm in an elevated state where I don't need any Vans Warped Tour. <laughs> All right, guys, clearly we can talk about this for hours. So um, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Houston Ish. Until next time, keep it fresh. Remember, loose listens. And life's always better with a little bit of grace. Stay woke. <laughs> Hey guys, want to hear more? Check us out online at www.appealingcontent.com or follow us on Instagram at Houstonish Podcast. Got a show idea? Email us, houstonishpodcast at gmail.com. This is Houstonish. This is Houstonish. This is Houstonish.